Hey Bills, lame disclaimer time here. Just reminding you that by making the decision to listen to this, everything that you hear from this point is your own fault. What's going on, guys? I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Over, the show you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. Why did you yell spaghetti right before we started? Well, ready, steady, spaghetti? Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It, I, it made me you really... think I was trying to throw you off? Yeah, it made me want to laugh. And then I was and like... spaghetti! <laughs> I was like, don't laugh. Josh has to do the, the quiet bit at the start and I'll get in trouble if I start laughing about didn't, spaghetti. You didn't really want to laugh at spaghetti. Spaghetti! It was more the way you said spaghetti. it. Spaghetti! Spaghetti! Um, yeah, this fucking sucks. Yeah, what are you drinking? Mm. Oodle. UDL <coughs> UDL cocktails, pina colada flavor. Mmm. I always think I'm going to like pina colada. No. What is it? Fake mango mixed with fake No, it's pineapple, coconut and... pineapple and coconut. <coughs> yeah, it doesn't taste very nice. It always sounds like a good idea. And then whenever I drink a pina colada, I'm like, this is fucking awful. Seems disgusting. The Blue Lagoon one was okay, though. It was like a, I don't know, what was it? Blue Lemonade or something? I guess so. That wasn't too bad. These are like, uh, uh, brand new on the market, so I had to try them. Oh, of course. Yeah. Would not recommend. <laughs> How are you, Josh? I'm pretty good. Bought a new car. Oh, God. Uh, already sort of fucked, so <laughs> we'll see. You were having the How worst fucking week. Like, Yeah, it wasn't great. Car breaks down, buys a new second-hand car, breaks down. <laughs> it hasn't broken down. It just has the engine light on. Mm. It's fine. It's concerning. I've just got to wait still until I get my fucking insurance or whatever. Yeah, hopefully they cover it. Yeah. Supposed to have warranty. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> God. I would like to say happy birthday, Shelby. Why did you say it so quietly and so far away from the microphone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> happy birthday, Shelby! Yeah, happy birthday! I got to, I went to the city today for like the first time since the end of lockdown. Woohoo! Like properly to the city. How was um, that? It was great. We got Korean barbecue. How was the city part? Uh, there was quite a lot of people there. Um, lots of crazies. in the city. You don't say. Lots of crazies everywhere. Oh, um, of course. There was a line outside Minotaur. We wanted to go to Minotaur, and that seems weird. Couldn't be bothered lining up. Was something coming out today, or no idea? Maybe. <coughs> Excuse me. God, peanut colada. <laughs> Um, yeah, we went to the K-pop store. More like penis colada. Penis colada? Sorry, it was really low-hanging fruit there. Jesus. I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, Josh is like bl- wrapped up in a blanket. Our heater fucking broke. I don't know what is going on with our life at the moment. Yeah, our heater broke in summer and we didn't think that would be a problem. But no, apparently November is cold in Melbourne now. It's going to be cold all week as well, I don't understand. Maybe white Christmas? Oh my God, imagine that. Nuclear winter? No, but what's it? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, maybe if it stays cold and rainy for longer, then we'll have less chance of burning the country down to the ground with bushfires. Never stopped us before. Yeah. Oh. Wasn't there one Christmas where it like hailed on Christmas? Yep. Oh, fucking weird. Um, yeah, if you guys don't know uh, and you're overseas listeners, it is in fact summer during Christmas in Australia. Well, not right now, it's not. No, it's fucking cold. I wore, like, my big winter jacket to the city today and, like, tights and everything. I'm doing good. Excellent. Should we move on to some uh, what, what we've been watching shit? Let's have a little squiz. Uh, Kate's Corner. No Kate's Corner. 
Oh, we haven't watched a lot. But yesterday we started watching, what is it? Metalwork something. Metal Masters? Metal. Metalwork Masterclass or. <laughs> something like that. Fucking who cares? It's the same shit as it always is. Repackaged with people welding metal. When they called Welding Masters, that's not what the show's called, but I think it's called Metal Masters. Um, I quite liked it. We watched two episodes in a row. It was fine. But like a lot of the contestants were really shit and they just kept breaking the rules. I think we have to start that Joe Coy is one of the judges. And like, who gives a shit? Get him the fuck out of there. <laughs> Why is this guy in there? I he no doesn't have an opportunity to be funny because he doesn't have an opportunity to make fun of his mum, which is like all of his comedy. Get him the fuck out of there. <laughs> Get someone else. And he literally knew nothing about metal work. And that was like his character. Yeah. Which is really annoying. He's like, oh, what's going on over there, Jimbo? And it was just like, it got really old. <laughs> like him just pretending, not pretending, but like just being dumb about metal working. I'm like, what are you doing here if you don't know anything? Yeah, we only watched two episodes. He was only in each episode maybe three times. And I'm sick of him being there already. Yeah. But some of the contestants were like pretty good at what they, they did. It's kind of fun to see what they came up with. I liked the barbecue episode. Like, the second episode was probably better than the first one. The first one was just a bit... It was, like, one good one, and the rest were shit. The guy who made the sculpture that makes him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That was the only one I really liked. I thought the You didn't like the skull shit. or... Uh, yeah, I guess the skull was okay. The flowers on the pendulum one that didn't make any sense? No. That, that just didn't hit the challenge. Like, pe- the people were just... No. Phoenix rising from the ashes? No. <laughs> Your favourite? I that. Well, I you literally symbolize. walked off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was talking about that guy and you're like, what's he doing? <laughs> Phoenix rising from the ashes. Oh, get fucked. <laughs> I thought you were joking because like on Ink Master or what was the other one? The Angels or whatever. Pretty much all any them, tattoo thing. Someone comes in and they're like, you know, I want something that really represents like how far I've come and like how much I've improved as a person and the hardships I've been through, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm thinking of uh, fucking Phoenix rising from the ashes. It's like, what? It's like the most overplayed fucking concept yeah who are you ben affleck yeah doesn't he have like a huge one on his back his whole back what it oh god put that bad put that on the instagram because like fucking hell everyone needs to see that well you don't need to see it (laughs) oh my god crazy shit gotta love ben affleck's tattoo uh but yeah the second one was like put them into teams make sure that one of them doesn't understand what the task is (laughs) yeah one of those guys was so fucking dumb he's they had to make a barbecue in the shape of a food and he just didn't understand the concept of that no but the other person wouldn't talk him down and wouldn't go to the judges and be like, can you just confirm that we have to make the barbecue shaped like the food? Yeah. <laughs> and not make food out of metal? <laughs> yeah. So then they just failed the challenge. Like they didn't do the challenge and then the woman ended up going home. Yeah, but she didn't do anything though. Yeah. But the other thing was she just got stuck. Yeah. Because the other guy was like, I'm going to make a fish. And she's like, that's not Okay. The fish looks kind of cool, actually. Yeah, but it wasn't what you were supposed to do. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah so I, I'd keep watching it. Like, it's just something good to have on in the background. Like, even with its bias towards so. mask women. Yeah, like there was these two, like, yeah, quite like mask, like women, or I don't even, I don't know what they identify as, but whatever. The point is, they were the first two that went home, and now the rest is all just like these fucking white dudes. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah, TV. Do we have to talk about that shit movie we watched? We sure do. Oh, God. I just I just don't want to think about this movie anymore. Like, I was talking to my friend Alita today, and she's like, oh, what'd you get up to last night? I was like, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, we watched this really shit movie. She's like, oh, yeah, what was it called? What was it about? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. Well, if we talk about it now, then we don't have to ever talk about it again. Then I can forget it ever happened. That's right. All right. Can you start then? 
We watched Prisoner of, Prisoners of the Ghost Land. Do you want to have a go at what it was about? Fuck. I don't know. Nicolas Cage is a criminal and he gets an opportunity to be freed by going and saving some gang leader's concubine daughter and he has an explosive suit on. Is that it? <laughs> that is probably the most sensical version that you could do. That's the yeah. bit. That's that's the bare bones. And there's all this other shit that ha- is going on at the same time. Yeah, she's in a place called the Ghostlands, but time doesn't move there because they're all like they hold the time hold back. The time back, uh, and she's a statue or something. There's some weird guy who like turns women into doll statues. Yeah, and they can't talk for some reason and there's a group of rat people that are just people who they call the rat people they're like scavengers or something yeah and build cars he goes like back and forth a bunch of times and there's rules for the suit where like if he feels like he wants to have sex with a woman one of his balls will explode and if he's gonna be violent towards a woman his like arm explodes and then doesn't work anymore and I honestly can't even remember how many things were in the movie that just changed what it was about made the story like incomprehensible it was fucking so dumb it made no sense and the the acting was awful the script, oh it was terrible the script was awful like you were just cringing and you just felt bad for everyone who was like in this film it was like really weirdly like racist very weirdly well sexist it was just i felt like very uncomfortable the entire time every single shot and every scene and every action and everything felt like it was made to make the movie a bad movie yeah 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 so it felt like instead of them trying to make a good movie and failing so badly that they made a bad movie they seemed to just be trying to collect as much bad movie cred as they could to try to force it into cult status because every single bit of it was something that it seemed like they were trying to make a meme out of every line and not just like Nicolas Cage's bits or just everybody yeah yeah every line by every person yeah seemed to be written so that it would be as memeable as possible so they could sure. get away with this film getting cult status but it's not going to because it is incomprehensible it was so awful <laughs> it was such a piece of garbage I fucking hated it. It was, like, it was like it was trying to be artistic at the same time as well. But all the sets were fucking... There was like three sets. Yeah. There's Weird Town, which is just like brothels. Yeah. There was the Ghost Land, which is just a big clock. And then there's the sort of deserty area that they reuse for everything else, which is where the scavengers live. Yeah. I, and the, Well, there was the bank, but like who cares about that? And they're like being blocked by his old partner or something who has mental health problems and wasn't taking his medication so he started shooting people Mm. and it does not make any sense there's a lot of things going on and i would never watch it again it had all of the checklist for being like a really fun nicholas cage like besides like nicholas cage is in it all the sets are shit all the actors are shit it's set in like a different country but you don't know whether nicholas cage is supposed to be japanese or not and he speaks Japanese like twice and everybody loses their mind. Yeah. It was really, really bad. <laughs> it was it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I think we watched about 20, 25 minutes and I was like, do we really have to keep watching this? And you were like, 
look, we don't have to, but like, I, I would like to keep watching it. And I was like, oh, okay, let's just fucking get through it. I mean, I would have watched it on my own today if you really didn't want to watch I it. I know, I know. But I was like, all right, I've got to see where this goes. Yeah, you just don't know for stuff like this. It could turn around and be something, but it, it, it didn't. It got worse as it went along. It just kept stacking shit on top of itself that it couldn't keep up with. Well, oh, fucking, I can't. Are we allowed to give it a zero out of ten? No, one out of ten. I'll go one out of ten. A one? Yeah, I, I fucking hated it. I'll probably give it a two and a half out of ten. It was a bad movie. <laughs> Did we rate the other thing that we watched? What was the first thing we spoke about? Metalwork Masters. Oh, yeah, we don't have to really rate that. It's not worth rating. No. <laughs> it's the same thing as the fucking glass blowing one or any of the it other. It must be made by the same make people. Make a cake one. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm good. Anything else? That's all that I know about. Otherwise, we've just been watching Lost. Mm, lots of Lost. You've watched a couple of things. You've watched some animations. Yeah, we continue watching Chucky. Uh, I watched Inside Job. That was pretty good. If the like the deep state was real, and it's just these people who work for the deep state, they just take every conspiracy theory and act like it's real and these people are organising it. And then it's just about their lives, how they're a bit shit. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Pretty it was well put together and I liked it and I liked a lot of the characters. And if they made a season two, I'd probably watch it. But, I mean... If you've ever seen Family Guy or American Dad or any of those sort of things, it's just more of that. Also watched Adventure Beast. Oh, yeah, I sort of half watched that with you. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like there's the main guy is like a real guy. Oh, okay. Or something. Who actually knows about that stuff. Yeah, so I think it's supposed to be semi-educational, mm. but they put it as like a dark comedy that's educational or whatever, but the only dark comedy bits is that they keep getting like attacked by the animals that they're studying and then they're taking like poo out of the animal's ass and <laughs> it's it, a bit weird. it was not very funny it's supposed i think it's supposed to be like an adult educational thing but then the amount of stuff that they put in that basically was just like here's the name of this thing that we drew so if you actually saw a photo of it you wouldn't know <laughs> and then here's a small fact about it that isn't actually that interesting it's just a baseline fact it's not the most interesting fact about that animal just a basic fact about the animal and then it just moves on yeah it was very strange like just kept kind of shifting the tone a little bit yeah it wasn't funny it wasn't educational and those are the two things it claims to be so uh. <laughs> you're not going to continue watching it no um what was that other one the uh, the versus one I, w I started watching Dan Versus. That uh, seemed a bit more funny. I haven't watched it for years and years. And I watched like random episodes when they were around. But I got reminded of it because of that fucking TikTok thing. Oh, is it on TikTok now? <laughs> There's like the clip of like, hi, Dan, I'm a supermodel. And it's that yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah. yeah, that was like a huge thing on TikTok for ages. Oh, I didn't realize that. That reminded me of the show. And then I remembered liking the show and I started watching it and it's, it's, it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Passes the time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it's interesting how, like, every episode is, like, yeah, a different kind Thing of story. Thing that he's trying to yeah, take down. Trying to, yeah, I think but it's it, quite clever. It's it's really dumb. Oh, yeah. Nothing else. All right, well, let's move on to our main event then. Let's do it. We watched. Um, What's the name? You got this. Only? Only Murders in the Building. Only Murders in the Building. Is it? I think so. Only murders. Yeah, murders. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just saw it's uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Poor? No. <laughs> What's the opening statement? You shouldn't look at the fucking review because that'll change your... No, I'm not going to look at the review. <laughs> um, 
I didn't really expect much, and I ended up enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. So it jumped a low bar. Well, yeah, but I'd say it jumped kind of high over the low bar. Well, that's good. And what is your opening statement? I mean, look at who's in it. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know if you're being positive or negative. I mean, look who's in it. It's like fucking Martin Short and fucking... Steve Martin. Steve Martin and Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah. What? They and you know it. that... You know that Steve Martin and Martin Short wrote this? Yeah, yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, some of the jokes were good, but I think the character they've created for Martin Short kind of makes me dislike the show. You find it a bit cringe or? Yeah, it's pretty cringe. Yeah. But yeah, some of the jokes are right. Like when they first see Steve Martin and that guy comes up to him and you're like, okay, it's this. And then he starts talking about his dad, like, and it goes like real deep into the fact <laughs> yeah. that his dad's like in the hospital and like he's going to die and stuff. That area of their comedy is really good. But like, yeah, Martin Short's weirdly constructed, like obviously very, gay, very flamboyant. flamboyant, like yeah, whatever this is that he's doing, I think it kind of takes away. Okay. I understand the point is that, like, they're supposed to be, like, mismatched characters, so Steve Martin's character would not hang out with Martin Short's character normally, actively doesn't like him. Mm. I don't think it had to be that character. Sure. Also, the fact that they're doing it because they're obsessed with a particular podcast and they want to have a podcast. I kind of like the concept of it. Because I feel like maybe the show would have been better, like, if it came out a couple of years ago. You know, when, like, true crime crime podcasts were, like, at their peak. Like, when that fucking, what was it called? That podcast that everyone was obsessed with. The crime one. Sword and Scale or? No, it was, like, the one that followed that one story. It doesn't matter. But anyway, I understand that true crime podcasts are still quite popular, but I feel like they hit their peak like a couple of years ago, right? And I kind of like the concept that, you know, everyone listens to these podcasts and then they think that they can solve crimes themselves. Everyone wants to, Everyone wants a podcast, you know? Everyone has a podcast. There's like that whole like meme that every fucking man and his dog has a podcast, right? I mean, awkward right now, but... <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. So I kind of liked how it got to that point. And it's a really good way to bring those three people together. I don't know. I don't think there's anything that I'm into where if somebody I actively disliked or had nothing to do with was like, oh, I really like that thing you like. Nah. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I know what you mean. Nah. And I wouldn't be like going to their house in the middle of the night and trying to dig shit out of the bin. and. Yeah, like the ease and speed at which they all become close is quite pronounced. <laughs> yeah, I... Like they have it's to do fine it for the show, episode. yeah, because yeah. you want you want the show to start in episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to work together in episode one. You couldn't like spend three episodes them figuring out whether they want to hang out. Like, no, you have to do it in the first episode. You want to do the IMDb? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> so what I was like shocked about before is when I googled it, it came up with the Rotten Tomatoes rating, and it says a hundred percent. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess Ashen's movie has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it does. So. There's 41,000 reviews of this show already. Would you like to have a guess at what the rating is? If it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to say like an 8.4. 8.2, very close. I was going to say 8.2. <laughs> I keep doing a point twos though. Oh, and you were like, so I was okay, like better oh, not do a point two this Yeah, time. I feel like if someone was like, he always goes whatever he thinks it is and then just adds point two to it like a fucking lazy dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a really good, like from 41,000 reviews, like that's pretty fucking... It's not bad. Yeah, so this came out this year. They're like 30-minute episodes. Looks like there is 10 episodes 
in season one and it's already been renewed for a season two, which will come out next year. So the little description is very, very short. Three strangers who share an obsession with true crime suddenly find themselves caught up in one. Um, yeah, so do you want to talk a little bit about what happens? Do in they it? suddenly find themselves caught up in one? I feel like they put themselves in it. They force them. <laughs> yeah, they break into the building that's in lockdown to look at the dead body. Yeah. They break they, into they, some woman's house. Yeah, and then they get away because a cop finds them and then they start asking her questions and she's like, what fucking podcast are you listening to? Like, yeah. you all just got to go away. Fair enough. She gave you a lot of leeway for breaking into a crime scene. Like, a fucking lot of leeway. You would be straight to jail. Yeah. Straight away. You'd be like, oh, you did it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they actually get questioned later because if they were there, they'd be like prime suspects. They will, but they can't do it in episode one because otherwise they'll stop looking or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got a bit confused yeah. about what was going on with all the crime stuff, to be honest. How? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I just... It was like three things, dude. No, I know, but I, I got very confused when they were talking about, like, the package. And I was like, why does the woman have the package? Or woman have the package? Is because it got accidentally delivered to the wrong place? Is that what Yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. It, it took me a while to figure out what was going on there. They said it. Yeah, I know they said it, but I think I was, like, <laughs> not really listening at that time or I was just, like, checking out Selena Gomez or something. Oh, that's fair, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she looks so pretty. She looks like a person. I yeah. die. Oh, my God. A person. Don't you think she looks good in this show? Yeah. She's not like a child anymore. Yeah. Well, she. Well, how old is she? Like 25? I don't fucking know. I kind of want to know now. I don't really watch things that Selena Gomez is in. That's, other than that fucking that shit movie. What shit movie? Remember that uh, fucking Bill Murray and Adam Driver movie and their cops? Oh, yeah. I yeah. And she was in it for like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. Um, you will be surprised to know. She's like basically the same age as us. What was she fucking doing? She's 29. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, crazy. Well, they're dressing her up like a fucking child for so long. <laughs> I don't know, because people are sickos. This is true. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was so random that she was in this, but it kind of worked. Well, Steve Martin and Martin Short are going to get somebody like Selena Gomez to be in their thing. Just like, how do we make it... Appeal. <laughs> appeal to as many people as possible. Yeah, because people were like, like, younger people wouldn't even know who the fuck these two dudes are. No. Because they used to be huge in, like, the 90s, right? They still well, are giants. They are, but it's it's kind of like um fucking Martin Short's character. Martin Short? Am I saying that right? Steve Martin and Martin Steve Short. Steve Martin and Martin Short, yeah. Steve Martin is the one that has the career, right, in the show. Like, the TV Well, career. he was on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he sort of acts in other things, but he doesn't really. Yeah, he doesn't really get a lot of offers, I think. And he thinks he's too good to, like, go to little auditions and things like that. I mean, fair. So that's his character. He was in, like, this thing called Rocco's or something. <laughs> Brazos. I actually just, like, um, compounded the joke that's in the show, is that no one remembers the name of the show. And I didn't even remember it. Well, nobody in this remembers the name of the show. But they all do. They all know him and they know what he's from. Yeah, he's famous. And then the other guy is, like, a stage director or something. Yeah, he's a... Theatre. Yeah, something. Um, but not very successful and has to keep asking um, his son for money. We. Oui. And Selena Gomez, we don't really know a lot about her yet. She's renoing her aunt's apartment, or that's what she says. Yeah, I think there's but something then it, going But then on at there. the end, it turns out that the yeah. guy who died was in her weird crew when she was a kid. Yeah, that was a big twist at the end. I was like, Ooh. what the fuck when that happened? 
I was actually kind of surprised that um, they, they did that. I was like, oh, do you think people are actually going to understand that? Why? Pe- people are fucking dumb. They wouldn't see that picture and be like, oh, that's the guy that was in the elevator that got killed. Because you don't see him for that long. Yeah, but that's why they have the musical swell bullshit. Yeah, I suppose. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to pay attention to that. Yeah, the Hardy Boys. She was in like this little crew or something. What else did she say about her past? Not a lot. Yeah. Obviously, she's supposed to be aloof at the start. Do you think it'll turn out that they all have a connection to this guy in some way? I hope so. That would make it interesting. So they're trying to work out who's doing it, but you're trying to work out which one of them did it? Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be clever because these guys know how to write. They do. I did like how when she was opening up in the show. Yeah. How he's... So he's picking the lock. (laughs) Yeah. And then he, like, just stops while she's talking and they're having a conversation and she's like, are you in? He's like, I've been, I did it ages ago. But I knew that that was going to be the joke mm. when he stopped. Yeah. And I was like, when's he going to do it? Yeah. And the timing was really good. I really, like, appreciated it. Classic, yeah. Was there anything else about the plot that's, like, important? Not really. They see the guy in the elevator when he's talking on the phone. He's got a garbage bag. He's got a garbage bag. He's talking about a package. Find out he dies. They think that it's fine. The cops say they, it's a suicide. They, the cops say it's suicide. Convinced. They don't think so. They go to check the bag of trash. It has, like, pre-written suicide notes in it. But what about the package? They go and steal the package from this woman, and then the package has an engagement ring in it. Yeah, and, like, who would kill themselves if they were going to propose with this ring or whatever? Yeah, and then that's it. But they're really into this other podcast about a dog that eats underpants or something. Yeah, so will we find out about that as well? Like, will that be another mystery that happens at the same time? Since they had separate actors, was it... Who was in... It, it was, was fucking it Tina Fey. Tina Fey, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. But it didn't really look like her. It was weird. I was like, what the... Even now, I'm like, was it? Yeah. Hold on. Let's have a look. Because <laughs> she, she'll be on the bill, It was right? very... It was... If not, it was her voice. Very close to her voice. Yeah, and it looked like her too. Maybe she'll literally... Oh, yeah. No, she is in it. Yep. Tina Fey. If Tina Fey's in it, do you think that was just like her cameo bit? Or do you think that she'll come back for later Well, I did just see how many episodes she's in. And it's more than one? Yeah. So obviously that continues as well. Well, it's got to be that thing to hold them together as well. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like that, that there's like this podcast mystery that they're listening to and then a mystery that they're actually involved in. That's kind of... Like, it makes it a bit more interesting than just one thing happening. Complexity in a TV show. What are we going to do? Yeah. Bad fucking time. Um, would you keep watching this then? I, yeah. I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. I thought yeah. it was fun. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Even That's if, such a good word to describe the show. I think it's just like so fun. Yeah. Even if we only get like two more jokes and to stare at Selena Gomez, like two more jokes per episode and to stare at Selena Gomez every episode, <laughs> like I'm chill. I really love how they've styled her in this. Um, the outfit she wears are really cool. I like that like red boiler suit she wore. Wait. Yeah. And like, um, I think she's wearing like a yellow jacket or something at the start. She's just a babe. Yeah, she's so pretty in this. I just can't get over it, love. Yeah, I just know that I'll have trouble dealing with fucking Martin Short's character. Yeah, it was just like a little bit over the top and a bit mm. cringe. And I the way that you. Steve Martin's character warms to him so quickly yeah. or like just starts taking on shit that he says, like when he tells him how to like do lines in the podcast or whatever, and he just takes it on straight away and mm. like, yes... This person's a director and he's an actor, so maybe yeah, that's like that's part of it. Yeah, I relationship, like a professional kind of thing. Yeah, but they actively don't like each other at the start and then it just turns around really quickly. Yeah. That's the, really the only thing about the show is that the way that that character is yeah. and how quickly their relationship flipped from nothing to something. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it- But, I mean, they don't talk about anything outside of that. Yeah. Maybe there'll be more conflict later, like that'll come up again later. There's got to be something. 
Yeah. I just feel like because Selena was kind of the dodgy character in this because she, you learn like quite a lot about the other two. Oh, there was also that plot point about um, Steve Martin's character and like some woman called Lucy and he keeps making the omelettes. Yeah, he makes an omelette every day and, and throws then it chucks away. it out. So I think maybe his like wife passed away or like his daughter or granddaughter or something. Well, his whole thing was that didn't want to get married because his dad was the same as him, but his dad abused his mum. Yeah, so maybe he was, like, really in love with a woman but was like, oh, I can't do it or something. And she loved omelettes, so he makes an omelette every day or something. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm sure we'll work it out. That'll come back. Yeah, so we didn't really learn a lot about Selena, but we learned a lot about the other characters. And then, you know, the reveal at the end, like, she was the dodgy character in this episode. I'm wondering if, like, the next one there'll be dodgy stuff about the next person and then the next person and every episode is like, no, this person's dodgy. No, this person's dodgy. That's what I assume it's got to be yeah. is that each episode there'll be something to say like, now Steve Martin could be the murderer and yeah. there'll be a way to link them all. Yeah, but the fact cool. that, yeah, she hasn't told them. Yeah, it's it's um, definitely suspicious. El Dojo. El Dojo. Yeah. No, I'm glad you um, enjoyed it as well. I, I assumed you did because, yeah, I think... As long as we laugh at least a couple of times during a show, it's like worth it, you know. And it was com- like complex enough to, yeah, keep you interested. I don't like some of their choices, but I never have liked all of their choices. But they've always been really excellent comedians and fantastic writers. Mm. So there's always going to be something. Yeah. You and they've what? been doing it for fucking ever. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to push it a bit further than normal like the conversation that they have that he has with that guy about his dad and like (laughs) i just fucking love that or like the conversation they have with the doorman and now the doorman's like says some pretty like off color stuff and they're just they're old so they're like yeah that's just what people (laughs) talk and selena's like what the fuck yeah 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 it does play on that whole like uh, generation gap thing a fair bit as well yeah but not in like a cringe way like just kind of they recognize They recognise things that are wrong with their own generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really interested to see what happens, I think. Why not? Just keep watching it. Definitely clever. I'm sure it'll be super sad. The other thing I like about it is, like, you know it's basically all going to be set in this fucking apartment building. I think a show that can be set in, like, basically one place but still keep interest is pretty genius. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of places they can go in this building. There's, like, a big courtyard. There's a roof and everyone's apartments and the hallways and stuff. But, yeah, I think that's kind of fun. Yeah, saves on uh, locations. (laughs) Murders in the building. And it's called Murders in the Building because that's what they're going to call their podcast. We. Because they're only going to follow Murders in the Building on their podcast. So I don't, I don't quite know like where they see the next. <laughs> they need someone else to get murdered in the They'll building. They'll start killing people for their next season two. Oh shit! Yeah, season two, they're gonna actually murder someone. Maybe that'd be good. Nothing else you wanted to say. The only other thing would be I don't understand the whole New York thing. Why people are obsessed with New York? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because- but we can't really say it. we haven't been there. We haven't lived there. We don't really know. No, I'm actively saying like I don't understand that. Yeah. There is this whole thing of like people just being obsessed with New York and yeah. obsessed with living in New York. And well, that was the whole thing about Martin Short's character is that yeah, his apartment is the most important thing yeah. in the world because it's like his identity is the fact that he has this apartment in New York. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people like that that live there though, or maybe it's just a movie trope. I don't know. Fucking why though? Give me yeah, something. Sure. They're just like, oh, it's, uh, stuff's open all the time, and you can get whatever you want at any time of the day. The Why don't you just go to fucking sleeps. sleep? Because <laughs> it's the city that never sleeps. You're not supposed to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really get it either. I've heard it's really nice there. 
but I wouldn't want to live there. I'm sure it is, but seems crazy. Like yeah. busy as fuck. Like no, nah. I what? go I go to Melbourne City and I'm like, this is enough. Like imagine New York. Yeah, it's Melbourne City, but with more crazies. No, and more people, more crazies. Yeah, I have to fucking dodge ice heads every time I'm driving anywhere. <laughs> Fucked if I want to do that. Yeah, but you know, New York does make uh, for a good setting of a TV show. I'll put it that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what would you rate the plot? It's pretty all right. I really, I don't know why I have a bit of an aversion to like... The podcast thing. Yeah, but I always do. Like, besides the fact that we make one, we make a podcast about TV shows. I don't like it when TV shows are about podcasts. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Which I, yeah, I, I think it is dumb, but it's also like the way that they portray podcasts and how people feel about them, I think is often like a bit much. Mm. Like, he has a chair that he sits in to listen to the podcast. They all have this routine around it. Yeah, Yeah. but it's only got, like, six episodes. It's only the sixth episode. It's like, I listen to podcasts all the time in my car (laughs) because it takes me an hour to get to work and an hour to get home. So podcasts, quite good for that. But I wouldn't sit down at home and stare at the wall and listen to a podcast or... No, neither. Make a, make a map or whatever. Neither. I listen to podcasts in the car because I can't watch television. I know, but a lot of people aren't as into TV as we are. They would rather listen to something or read. Fucked if I understand that. I understand if you read. Like, if you're reading something, visually it's there. I assume if you're one of the people with an internal monologue, you can hear it. Yeah. Finger quotations, you can hear it. And then... You're imagining what's happening in the book, and that's yeah. fine. No, and I you can imagine what's happening in a podcast, but what are you looking at? There, yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? Because um, I think Selena's character, she's like doing something else while she's doing it. And I'm like, okay, that's more like a young person thing. Like, what was she doing? She was doing something on a computer or something while she was listening to it. I don't know. What can you do while you listen to a podcast? I listen to podcasts while I'm working. Yeah, but not on like anything complicated. It'd be like a repetitive task or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm doing like QC or something. Yeah, but she's supposed to be renovating this building. What well, she could, If she listened to it while she was painting... Yeah. Well, I, that I'd get. I just don't know. <laughs> I feel like podcasts are something you do while you're like on a run or you're, you you're doing something. Yeah, for sure. I don't say I would ever even like just sit down. No, me neither. In the dark and... <laughs> But plot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't really like the when a plot centers around podcasts as a thing, as if everybody has like, yeah, this shared experience with them. But fine. Everything is purposeful in this plot. So like everything everybody does is purposeful, but they do say what they're thinking and what's happening a lot. Very much like see they'll see each other like both going down in the elevator at the same time and they're like garbage why bag. did you have the garbage bag and then like <laughs> you know like dumb shit like that but realistically what happened they saw this guy he got murdered and they met each other in the cafe yeah. across the street it is short though yeah it absolutely is short they see the guy the cafe across the street he's murdered they break into the building to see his dead body and that's fine with the cops and then they go and look at the bin bag and then they steal a package it just all seems very like very impulsive shit to do (laughs) even for people obsessed with true crime Mm -hmm. podcasts yeah very weird but i guess that's their characters and they're obviously like a bit i don't know if entitled's the word to use but entitled i think they are Uh, they're supposed to be wealthy right because they live in this building yeah i think that's kind of it so 
they're all the protagonists in their own story. But, I mean, for a pilot, it's pretty good. Yeah. So I'll probably give it like maybe a six. I'm going to go a seven. Like the podcast angle. I like that that's what brought them together. I like that there's the two different you know mysteries going on at once, the podcast and the real life. Yeah, I'm just I'm interested to see where it goes and learning more about um, the individual like backstories of them, the characters, even though it's more character based, I guess. But that'll uh, drive the plot as well. So yeah, seven out of ten. So characters then? Um, I like that they're all quite different. I agree with you on the um, Martin Short front. I keep getting them mixed up because it's like Martin, Steve Martin, Martin Short. It's like yep. very, very confusing. Well, think about uh, Martin Short is the short one. Okay, yeah, good idea. <laughs> yeah, he is a little bit like overbearing um, and like exaggerated, but it's fine. Like when he's diluted with other people, it's okay. When you have to like see him by himself, it's like a bit much. But he sort of pulls away from everybody else as well. Yeah. Acts like everybody else is acting in something and he's directing them. Yeah. But all the time. Yeah. They definitely all are like, yeah, as you said before, protagonists of their own story. So the three of them coming together is like quite a lot because it's three main characters like yeah spe- trying to steal the spotlight or whatever. But yeah, I like that there's a little bit of mystery behind all of them. We're obviously going to find out a lot more about uh, Selena in particular. Woo! Woo! And she's a babe. And like she's... <laughs> Has to be said again. She's very good in this. Like I, I always think that she's quite good at acting. Like She's always hired for roles where she doesn't do much though. And what other characters were not not really anyone else that was like important, like maybe the son of uh, Martin Short. Yeah, the son, the doorman, the dead guy, the police officer woman. Police officer, and I don't know if the the other woman will come back into it that had the package sent to her. Probably not, really. No, but that's just a caricature. Yeah, it was like just some weird rich old lady. But yeah, I'm interested in it, so I reckon I will go a seven and a half out of ten. I'll probably give it a seven for characters. Uh, and all the three points I'm taking away is purely for Martin Short's character. Because <laughs> fuck off. Agreed. Cinematography and what it looks like. I actually did leave something to say for this part. I liked the kind of difference in the apartment sets for all the different characters. Yep. It really like show showcased their personalities. Yeah, you've got like Martin Short's apartment is like very eccentric like full of shit like very quite like old-fashioned looking very cluttered and then steve martin's is like quite ordered isn't it like quite yeah, it's pretty modern and like modernish and like quite orderly not so cluttered and then selena gomez is like renovating in inverted commas so and, it's fucked yeah yeah but then she's also got you know like her little setup with her bed and stuff it's all very like artsy and like Young adult. Bohemian. Yeah, bohemian young adult like kind of thing. So I like that. It kind of like added more interest um, to the set and the characters. Yeah, apart from that, it's just like New York, right? The apartment building's kind of cool. Close, yeah. Like I, I like I like the aesthetic of the apartment building. It's like a little bit like creepy, but also like high end. It's an apartment in New York. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's got that. It's you know, it's a real apartment building in New York, right? So it has that feel because that's what it is. <laughs> and I, I quite like that about it i think the set is cool i like the apartment building that they chose i think it works really well cool so i'll go um like i don't usually like think very highly of this but but yeah going basically on the sets i think i don't really know about how it's shot like i I didn't really notice it's just kind of normal i don't know sitcom kind of thing like there wasn't anything amazing no what about uh you liked selena's costumes yeah i really loved her outfits like i thought that yeah the red um boiler suit was fucking sick 
Also, the guys had really cool outfits too, like the big jacket that Martin Short wore. Very well done. Yeah. The costuming for this, yeah. I, I really like the outfits and yeah, even Steve Martin, like he's always wearing like a really nice suit and like cool hats and stuff. Yeah, but they look cool. Yeah, they look super cool. What? How? <laughs> I don't know. Like, they just have really good stylists, I guess, for this show. Yes, like, they do. So yeah, I I kind of loved everything about that. So I'm going to go a 9 out of 10. Nice. Love the aesthetic. I like that they make a little joke about uh, how much makeup Steve Martin has on. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit meta. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. Like, I'm uh, not makeup. <laughs> Neither am I. What I like is that they are very brave with the amount of contrast they have in the show. Because mm. usually New York kind of make it like a bit more grayed out sometimes and like a little bit more washed out because you're in like a concrete jungle or whatever. Mm. They went kind of bright with this, though. They had a, a few colours, but they, like, hammered the contrast. So there's some, like, real dark stuff. Like, when they're in the cafe, and it's like, there are oh, other yeah, people yeah. in the cafe, but, like, they're sitting, like, in this quite lit up area, but everything else is just, like, black. <laughs> and, yeah, they wear a lot of, like, suits, and that's, like, really dark, but the colours are really, like, well contrasted against that quite bright. So mm. it was like nice a lot to of see. purple and stuff. I feel yeah. like they wore a lot of purple. It was nice to see in a thing about New York because a lot of the times they don't make that choice. Mm. So even in like Broad City and shit, it's just not like this. I feel like Broad City is either grey or super colourful. Yeah, but most <laughs> of the time it's grey. Yeah. And then like what, Sex in the City, it's only really colourful what in her shoe cupboard or some shit no, or if no. they go to a club. I know what you mean, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of stuff in New York is brown and grey, mm. a little bit washed out and they didn't do that this time, which is nice. So it has like a different feel. mm so yeah, I'd probably give it like seven and a half. Cool. It looks quite nice. I, there's nothing interesting done with the camera work at all, but... Doesn't need to. One or two things I would have been fine with. <laughs> <laughs> Just something, but whatever. That's not what it's about. It's like a mystery thing. Mm. Who cares? Mm. <laughs> Doesn't Not everything has to be euphoria. Yeah. <laughs> that was so cool. We should w- go back to watching that. Oh my God. Another babe, Zendaya. Too many babes. So many babes, too little time. So overall? All right. So what have I given it? A seven, a seven and a half and a nine. Uh, I'm trying to think of eight out of 10 is like pretty fair. I do kind of agree like with IMDb. I think around an eight is pretty good. Like I'm surprised I liked this so much. I thought it was just going to be like we watch one and I'm like, oh yeah, well that was a show. But I was actually like pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed the characters. I love how it looks. The costumes. I'm excited to see more costumes. Like I want to know what they're going to wear in the next episode. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, I, you know I love like a good outfit, fashion. Not that I'm super fashion myself, but yeah, I'm going to go an 8 out of 10 and I would keep watching it. I'd recommend it to other people. It's good fun watching. It's just fun. It's really, really fun. Norse. Uh, all right, let's go to the list of things I didn't like. Uh, I don't like the podcast angle. I don't like Martin Short's character. Uh, I wasn't enthralled with the mystery <laughs> and I still am not. I, I, I don't care. Uh, I don't know whether or not that's because they care too much. <laughs> True. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, like yeah. you're supposed to be the bystander who cares what's happening, but they care what's happening more than me, uh, which I think might take away from it a little bit. But having said all that, like, I'd keep watching it. It kept my interest while it was on. It had a few funny jokes. Selena Gomez is hot. Like, I really respect uh, Steve and Martin. I've respected them for a long time. They are very funny. 100%. Real big trailblazers. You grew up watching them. like Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt. And they're still making stuff that's funny. Mm. How? How are you still doing this? And acknowledging gaps in their, like, own generations. 
stuff is yeah that's it's fun it it brings you closer to them like yeah, it's pretty good and i think that the reason that this is made now besides the fact that they were probably like making it they probably started making it probably when, covid like i feel like yeah. this could have come out two three years ago for but sure. i think they might have started making it yeah, when that's what i think crime too. podcasts were at yep. their peak that's what i reckon well they started writing it then then they wanted to start filming and they couldn't because then covid yeah yeah exactly 100 so i think we can get away with that so i'll probably give it like a seven okay i think that's fair not bad all right good thanks for listening guys <laughs> kate's cut it off gotta go play D now Oh, yeah, I do have to play D&D. What fucking time is it? All right, I got half an hour till I play D&D. I haven't Enough actually... time to finish one UDL. I only have one. <laughs> um, I don't think I've really even told, like, a lot of people that I play D&D now. So there you go. The reveal. The reveal. Kate's a fucking nerd. <laughs> I think everyone knew that already. Yeah. You've seen my K-pop collection, right? Fucking nerd. But now it's cemented. <sighs> Yep, whatever. I'm I'm comfortable with myself now. 30 years old and I know who I am. How many people what can What it's say all that? about. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. We will have a new video coming out very soon. Mm. So please check out our YouTube channel. If you just search Pilot Era Podcast, that'll come up. Uh, make sure you go back and watch our Halloween videos as well. It was a fun one, actually. I had a lot of fun doing that. I think you guys will like it. It's a little bit of a nostalgia trip. Ooh. And that's a little bit of a hint there. Just yeah. saying that might have already come out and they might have already watched. <laughs> <laughs> and our other social media pipes, you can always hit us up on um, Instagram, Facebook, email. Uh, we have our TikTok account. Have you put much on TikTok lately? No. Nah. But yeah, if you want to tell us uh, what you think we should watch, you can email us at, at um, pilotarapodcast at gmail.com. At, 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 at. <laughs> Just one at. Just one at. And we will catch you next time, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye.